0: No one ever said you had to give up style to be a Green Diva. Or, dude, check out this Green Diva's Eco Style segment for all the latest trends in sustainable, ethical, gorgeous eco style. All right, well, this is a really interesting topic, and I'm really. Excited to speak to this woman who is working with our friend, Ed Begley Jr. Uh, Her name is Rachel Winokur, and she is a designer, an interior designer, uh, specializing in eco-friendly design and materials. And she's worked, I mean, she's been on HGTV. She's featured in many magazines, including Dwelling. Um, She's in L.A., She's in Boston, and I see Saudi Arabia in her bio. Wow, cool. Hey, Rachel.
1: Hello, good morning.
0: Um, and and I think, you know, today, well, of course, I spoke to Ed, and he'll be on the show later today, um, you know, giving us a little update, and are finally getting into some of the fun things that are happening with his house that you've been helping with, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And I know you're bringing in some of the cool materials that he's, you know, using in his home that are super sustainable and beautiful.
1: Yeah, it's been, it's been really fun to introduce to him and his wife some really beautiful, sustainable, and stunning materials.
0: All right. Well, we're going to look forward to getting, like, a more. I'll be hopefully going out there at some point, and we'll go over with the camera and have some real fun. And maybe we'll get to meet you.
1: That would be great. I'd love that.
0: All right. So in the meantime, stay tuned for a little more from Ed on his house. But I know that we have another focus for this conversation, but I had to bring that up, you know, because <laughs> it's our big connection. Um, now we'll have lots more, but this subject is about children. You're going to talk to us a bit about children who are being used to make rugs, uh, primarily in Southeast Asia. And, you know, so there's such a thing now as fair trade certifications for or some kind of um, way of identifying fair trade made rugs, which is something I really hadn't thought about. So I'm really glad you're going to talk to us about it.
1: Yeah, it's actually the way I got more interested and more involved in fair trade because I, I came from the sustainability umbrella. And then, you know, as I'm trying to find sustainable products for my clients, which, includes fair trade, I, I discovered that there were rugs still being made by children, and mostly in Southeast Asia, and then that's how I found these certification organizations which certify the rugs that are not made by children.
0: Oh, okay. Got, got it. Yeah. I like that. So what kind of, I mean, what are the kind of circumstances that children would be working under? This is basically child labor, what we imagine?
1: yeah well so there's there' according to one of the organizations there when they started um I believe in the nineties there was a million children still making rugs, and now it's down to about two hundred and fifty thousand so there's definitely been progress, and the certification system seems to be working um, and what I hear a lot of times from people about fair trade in general and children working in um, you know with their their parents that are um making, you know, beautiful artisanal products where they're using, you know, these age old techniques and they say and they think, Well, what else are the children gonna do? Of course they're gonna follow in their parents' footsteps, you know, they're they're staying with the family and anyway. they don't they don't see the bigger picture. So what some of these organizations are also trying to do is create communities where there's education for their children so that, um, or they're tackling the human trafficking issue, so that there are other, there are alternatives for the children so that they aren't just, you know, working with their, in the family business. Right. They're not um, just
0: kind of trapped into a particular life. Correct. Yes. That they have choices. I mean, some, some, some mm-hmm. of them may really want to be rug makers, but, you know, at least at this point they would have a choice and obviously with fair trade there must be some kind of standards in place so that at least they're compensated
1: yes absolutely i mean fair trade basically is ensuring that producers receive a fair wage and work in environmentally safe conditions and, and then you know enable them to create this sustainable community um so you know that and that includes protecting the children from exploitation.
0: I wonder if there's been a, I mean you you may not know the details behind all these certifications, but I wonder how much pushback they've gotten and 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 then on the other side how how well received it may be by some producers.
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Well, I mean there are still retailers buying rugs made from children. So someone's either not aware or not wanting to pay extra or, yeah, it's hard to imagine the rationalization. Um, Sometimes I think it's similar to organic food. You know, people saying that it costs a lot, and it it does. There is a cost. There's, I'm sure, a lot of paperwork involved. But it's just a great way to ensure uh, the way an item is made, just like, you know, of someone making a consumer making a choice to buy organic versus, right. you know, believing that maybe it's pesticide free, and I'm certainly not judging that at all. But if you don't know yeah. the farm, right, and it's not labeled, then you know you're yeah. kind of making a guess.
0: I'm kind of freaking out because I realized this weekend I went to IKEA and I bought a small, inexpensive, you know, like a four by six, whatever, rug. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Like, it never occurred to me mm-hmm. who might have made that now. It's not, you know, I don't know. Now yeah. I'm freaking out. Like, I'm like, oh, my <laughs> gosh. I have to go check out Ikea and where they source this thing.
1: Yeah, you know, it. it's like anything. It's like once we start being aware, you know, about the issues, let's say, with plastic, you know, then we yep. start making different choices. Yep. And um, it's just sort of once you know, then you ask more questions, and you can make more powerful purchasing decisions.
0: So tell me the types of labels and and, and companies. Obviously, they'd have something on the label or a seal or a separate label. What would I be looking for? So generally, it's,
1: it's a it's a fabric tag that's underneath a corner of or one of the corners of the rug. So a a big one is called GoodWeave.
0: GoodWeave.org. Okay. okay.
1: Um, and actually, they have a great website because they, they of course, they tell you sort of where you can find these good weave rugs, and it's a number of manufacturers and retailers. And then they share the stories about the children mm. that have literally been saved um, from going down this road of, of, you know, working so many hours and just back-breaking positions. And, um, and then you see their smiling faces and going to school and drawing and playing, and it's it's really inspiring. Wow! That's one of them. There's another one called Rugmark, um, and another one called Care and Fair. Okay. Care fairorg Fair dot org, and Rugmark is RugmarkIndia.org. dot org. Okay. Um, those are the. There's another one too, a, a Tibetan Rugs Labor Certification or TLC certification. Okay. So there's a number of them, and I think it also depends on where. Um, they're made. I mean, the Tibetan Rugs Labor Certification is for rugs made in, in Nepal. Um,
0: right. Well, I'm sure uh, you must have some kind of post or something you can share with us. If not, I know that we'll put one together with this information so that everybody can easily access this and start to educate themselves. I, I, I Now I have to go. I have to go figure out where this rug came from. And
1: Yeah, I can talk to you more about that, actually, because I'd love to... Investigate that with you because sometimes it's it's hard to know. There isn't information. I'm oftentimes I will ask. I mean, a number for a number of products, um, but specifically when I'm looking for items for my clients, and you know, I'll ask the salesperson. They they don't know. Yeah, you know, it's the first time. Sometimes they're hearing these questions, and it's sometimes the first time they get to think about. it. Yeah, this I'm pretty
0: well. sure I'm going to have to call corporate and find out where they sourced, mm-hmm. and they probably have multiple sources, but. With this particular one, I know that when I, I – we're looking at couches as well, and I really don't want formaldehyde or you know some of the right. stuff on there. And, and Ikea actually happens to be one of the companies that is no longer using that stuff, the yes. the, the flame retardants. And there's a handful of companies with – all the ones with the best couches, really. <laughs> Thank God. Isn't that interesting?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So – uh, now this is another uh, another in- interesting education and so stay tuned because uh, eventually you know keep keep up with us on eco green divas eco style um cuz hopefully I'll have an answer and we'll have you back to talk about it I would love that Thanks so much for your time Rachel and uh, for bringing this issue forward Oh my gosh now I have to go check out my rug <laughs> Thanks Megan Want to have sexy Green Diva style too? And learn more about low stress ways to live a deeper shade of green? Visit thegreendivas.com. That's T H E Green Divas.com.